0: you get a monthly mastermind exclusively. It's a Zoom call every month with other YouTube members. Uh, you also get weekly videos exclusive to the YouTube members on how to use social media to improve your opportunities in life sciences. So check that out. Really means a lot to me. And thank you so much again for listening. And enjoy the show. Uh, guys, we're live. We are live on Facebook, which nobody uses anymore. We're no. live on LinkedIn. We're Talking live on meta. YouTube. We're live on Meta. How's it going, Meta? People on Meta? Are you guys viewing us through your VR glasses yet? Or are we the just metaverse. in regular, regular uh, 3D or 2D? Mm. 2D? What are we? How are we coming in for you guys? So, guys, uh, clinical research is booming. All right. We have, and put the questions down. We got Chris Saber. Why don't we go around really quick? Everyone introduce yourself one minute for the people that don't know. Well, like 30 seconds, whatever you feel. Even five seconds is okay. Whatever introduction you want. Chris Sauber first. Hi, I'm Chris Sauber. Ashley Ashley Margo next Ashley Margo next
1: Hey everybody, I'm Ashley Margo uh, the owner of the AM Approach as well as the co-founder of the Clinical Research Circle and Latinos in Clinical Research
0: Much better intro than Chris's and then Margo Will yours be better or worse than Chris's?
2: (laughs) Wow The benchmark
0: It can only be worse if you disconnect and we don't hear you (laughs) <laughs>
2: uh, my name is Monica Quitiva, and I am the co founder of uh, the Clinical Research Circle with these two guys. And if you're here, Ashley. Actually, Ashley, right here. No <laughs> and uh And the Clinical Research Coordinator Academy, and actually the Clinical Research University. Woo! That's yeah, actually, yeah.
0: <laughs> and what? A lot
2: of going on. A lot of things coming. Exciting.
0: A lot. So, what's been the biggest thing? You guys all receive emails, like tons of emails from people. What's the like? There's a lot of activity right now in 2021, going into 2022 for clinical researcher. By the way, guys, if you're in the comments, you're watching. I want you to let me know what you're drinking and where you are. And if you don't know what to comment, put a robot that helps the algorithm, just like Shafak does it right here. Robot, we'll they co- already know. We'll they coffee. already know. <laughs> coffee. Okay, Chris drinking yeah. nothing. I'm drinking water. I'm uh, drinking Ashley water Margo. Okay, water. good. Water. Naomi, Naomi Rivera. Uh, shout out to you.
1: Yay. Woo, Naomi. Okay.
0: So what let's go around. Okay. What kind of emails do you receive the most of, Chris?
3: Oh, clients
0: what do they want what do they want these days let's go with november it's only three days in what do they want in november uh,
3: questions uh about whatever uh,
0: consulting.
3: what well just uh what, what have i received in three days um questions on how to get studies uh we had one today hey i haven't received a study list in quite some time i spoke with julie and they've never been sent a study list because they've never provided their information so that's always good Um, yeah yeah uh, you know this client well you met with him in person oh okay Uh, so it's just client uh, relations on a daily basis and then sponsors for study budgets what's the theme busyness or uh, frustration more, more business more problems how do i resolve this issue like that type of thing okay
0: ashley what have you been getting in November so far? Emails how, from people. I'm trying to put my pulse on the my sure. finger on the pulse of the industry right now.
1: For sure. Um, emails on how to advance their skill set. Not so much like specific um, when they're obviously in the academy and getting at the clinical research uh, university, but outside of that, kind of you know how to enhance their focus on. Uh, site source verification, how to do things like uh, advanced organization, you know, kind of stuff that amplifies what they already have on their foundation. Uh, Another thing is how do I get sponsors to notice my resume? Um, That one's a constant. (laughs) And uh, also, you know, asking for internal submissions and things like that into the sponsors. So, yep, trying to get in the industry or make themselves more valuable for the industry.
0: And just to let people know, so Ashley does the resumes for our CRC Academy students. It's included in the CRC Academy. She does it for the CRA for a smaller fee. Uh, and then in the CRA Academy, she teaches the internship, remote internship meetup every month for remote monitoring and things like that. Um, and then she has her own. If you're not in one of those, she can do CV, coaching, LinkedIn audits. I know you guys are on LinkedIn. Look at Kisha. Kisha's on LinkedIn right now, Georgia, drinking water on LinkedIn because LinkedIn's very important uh, Mm -hmm. for networking and all kinds of stuff. And then Monica, what about you? What are you in November? What's been your most email, most frequent (laughs) theme of emails?
2: So I receive emails from the sponsors. I receive emails from the students. I receive emails from potential students. Um... I receive emails from uh, some vendors and and a lot of emails for Latinos to clinical research. Too.
0: <laughs> okay. I've been getting in November so far a lot of sites of site owners. So I want to start a site or I have a site and how do you get me studies? I actually have to send another email today because somebody Chris is asking for a phone call. So Two people, Certainly. actually, but one has a PI that I'm going to... The other one didn't have a PI. I sent them the link. This is what you need. Before we can help you, you need a PI. Otherwise, we're just talking. I mean, if we're going to just be talking, I'd rather just be talking like right now. We could do more yeah. people this week. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, um, uh, One of the emails that I receive often from the students, and actually not, not even the students, people that wants to join the industry, it's like, for example, if they can join uh, just a part of the internship. <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: no. The answer, is, cannot. The answer is no. The answer is no.
2: No. I mean, there is no organization that will do it. And then on top of that, how are we going to give you experience if we, don't, uh, we didn't even train you? So at the end of the day, we will be training you to complete the internship. So
0: no. And we're doing, like, real thing. Like, in CRA Academy, it's a real study you're monitoring. Ashley's teaching it every month. Real remote monitoring on a real – you can go on clinicaltrails.gov and find it. Look up DSCS CRO and other terms on clinicaltrails.gov. You'll see the studies we're doing. Uh, Ashley, you're saying the CROs are very behind on hiring. Uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I mean, I've uh, heard, you know, from different individuals that have actually, like, some of that are of other sp- sponsors and CROs that um, the boom is so big that, you know, these hiring manager departments, um, you know, they just weren't, I guess, ready for the capacity that was going to start coming in. I mean, luckily, I mean, COVID-19 was just a horrible thing. Right. Um, but because of that clinical research, as you've stated before, and the other recordings that it's really kind of put, you um, the, the eye on clinical research and uh, the benefits of working within the industry and the variety of individuals that can work within the industry, given their background. And I think even more so knowing that even if you don't have clinical research background or clinical industry background, you still have viable skill sets from any industry that can be considered within the clinical research industry, right? You just need to know, have more knowledge, understand the different roles and how far they expand. And I think that's why it's super important to you know, be be involved in Latinos and clinical research. We're open to all ethnicities because we discuss these different roles and topics. We also- And you know, it's free. Yeah, it's free. And then the membership's free. And then also, you know, following the Guru Nation, you know, Dan's always doing videos and, and giving topics and understanding for the different backgrounds. And so understanding that it's, it's not just exclusive to certain types of backgrounds. You can be from any type of background. Uh, obviously, more specifically, if you don't have clinical research background, uh, going through the academies, would obviously extremely benefit you because you come in with the foundation already to that job. So the transition is less stressful, less intense. You already know what you're expecting. And you do it at your own time, virtually um, at your own pace, right? On top of that,
0: we're going to get to Monica right now. But really quick, Sayudi, I see you. Hector, Calvin, Kesha, Naomi, I want you guys to tell us what are you getting most emails about right now in November? Bryony, uh, Nerman, Elizabeth. All you guys, okay? All you guys, let us know what's going Bye. on. What are the... <laughs> and then Monica.
2: So, um, uh, to add to what Ashley was mentioning, uh, they, I mean, whenever you enter to an organization, they are going to give you training, right? A lot of organizations are scared to train people that have not experience because, let's say after three months of training, that person can say, you know what, I really wanted this job, but now that I'm doing it, I don't like it. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. uh, but I'm leaving. So these organizations are going to waste a lot of time and a lot of um, money. That's why most of the organizations, uh, when they say entry level, it's not really entry level, but they want somebody that has a little bit of experience. Mm-hmm. So the fact that if you, if you are doing a class, whether it is in the CRC Academy, the Clinical Research University, the CRA Academy, or anywhere else, when you are doing a class, you are investing, obviously, uh, in your own training, and that's going to be reflected uh, very positively in your CV because these organizations, they are going to say, oh, this person paid for their training, invest uh time and money and 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 if they are applying for this job is because they already like that so that's that's i i will say that that's some sort of experience already because you are having training what yes. do you guys think about that
1: i agree
0: 100% i think that I mean. yeah i think that right now 2021 going into 2022 looks like it's going to be even busier than 2021 People, like, the norm, it's no longer normal times. People, uh, companies are more willing to, like, I just interviewed Calvin, a very ambitious guy who was a CRC, became a CRA within six months of being a CRC with, I think it was with Icon, so Ashley's rival. Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) And when I've told you guys, too, that when I started, you know, at my CRO, um, you know, uh, obviously, they're they're not going to want to advance you if you're, if you're still having some difficulty, but uh, obviously I took it on pretty well and, and um, I was going pretty quickly and uh, with my skill set. And so they were already talking to me within six months about what do I see for my future? What is it that I'm looking for? Right. So, you know, if you, you have the potential, you have the experience, you also have, you know, the, the willingness to learn and the effort you're putting in, um, they're really looking to make sure that, you know, you, you stick with the company, you're, you know, the company's your home, they want to make sure they, you know, look, consider your 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 wants and wanting to grow within the company. And I think that right now, because it's such a big boom, um, there's a lot of opportunity for those that are, you know, already experienced and wanting to come in, but also more so for those that are barely starting the, the industry. Like I know coming from the clinical uh, clinical health clinical background, Uh, being in there for about like 8 to 10 years, um, at least, and I was in a rural area, it was very difficult to move forward. You know, they wanted at least two years, maybe three, for you to move forward. Um, Sometimes if you're capped with like a license as a a nurse, you know, for you to move forward, it also meant that you'd have to have extra teaching on top of that for managerial experience and then sometimes specialty experience and, and then sometimes to the point where if you actually had a position open or it wasn't already filled that you didn't have to wait for it to be opened again, right? So um, I think that as you get into the industry, you get your certification or you get your teaching or training through the academy and get into the industry, it's super easy to maneuver around, right? So long as you have the willingness to do it. And so um, I know for a fact that if I would have known about the academies prior to having industry experience. Coming out of college, I most definitely would have taken it. I feel it would have literally saved me a bunch of hardship maneuvering through industries that I did not like whatsoever. Um, I'm not going to you know, regret them because it got me to where I'm at now, but it would have saved me a lot of time and hardship, and I could have just gone straight into the industry and not wasted two, three years.
0: And networking, Ashley is a perfect example. Do you know how, Chris and Monica, do you know how we even know Ashley? Networking so she, because I
2: reach out to you, I remember. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, but, but she won. Yeah, you met she with was, her in Austin, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, but before that, she won a book. She yeah. won our book free, All mm-hmm. right, doing some contests. So before even meeting you or anything, she was just watching on the live streams like Janelle or, or like Shafak. Okay, look, watching, commenting. Okay, we have a contest. Boom. You win. Here's your book. Boom months later i just randomly post on instagram hey i'm in austin who wants to meet up and then she replied so it's just being aware that's really it that's like the first step just being active even simple things like Sure. being network on these live streams and instagram just,
1: and that like after we met for the video right uh after the video instead of just leaving i stayed and had a conversation both me and my partner and uh, boyfriend we were talking to you both you and your wife and then we even invited you guys out right to say hey let's yeah went out to let get me... some
0: drinks <laughs> yeah
1: like let's come down to austin you guys need to know austin you know what i mean i was inviting i was trying to continue the conversation and i mean you know It's just, its again, sometimes the networking is even outside of industry networking. It's communicating and just getting to know the individuals and not just asking or requesting for things, you know.
2: It's basically networking and gagging and follow-up, 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 follow-up. That's right.
0: That's right. Naomi says her emails have been many job alerts for CRA roles. Mostly they're asking experience. Shafak says recent graduates looking for their first jobs in research. Also, foreign health professionals. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of foreign doctors, too, needing advice on where and how to get research experience from. Yes. The site level, guys, is, mm-hmm. to me, the best place. I don't know what Ashley, Chris, and Monica think about this. Maybe they're sick of hearing from me about the same thing. Over <laughs> and over.
2: No, but we were talking the same a few days ago, I think yesterday or the day before. Yeah. But uh, they can do so much, so much uh, things, even create your own opportunity you don't have to wait for an opportunity to come but create your own like uh, like we were saying with that like uh, uh maybe going in clinical trials that go up and look for sites uh, uh obviously watch done uh five hours crash first if you have no idea of uh, research um then uh, uh doing um the uh, patient uh, recruitment is it's one of the best ways to to go in a, I mean to to uh, break into the industry or or, or, or screening patients. you can offer your time screening patients. yes like, I mean,
0: right. uh, What yeah. about social media management? Hey you're a site I oh, noticed you have yes. an Instagram for your site but it only has 12 followers. How about it's, I manage exactly. it for you and I've, just as an intern, and then, if you like it, I'd like to be a like shadowing your coordinator.
1: I can even talk on that. I actually have a friend um, who, especially like in a small smaller town area, but the doctor um, is not really active on the social media, and sometimes the doctor doesn't even understand or know that the the benefits, right, as far as what the social media will do. So sometimes you just need to organize um, like quant uh, the quantitative. Uh, showcasing them how it would assist, how it would help, right? Sometimes you can kind of just create your own little, uh, I guess you could say, template of how, you know, it would be more easier for them to understand. Call, make an appointment. If you can't get the doctor, get the medical office, you know, the coordinator or whoever, sit down with them, explain to them what they need and what you can do, what you can do for them and what they're missing out on. And that'll instantly get you, you know, maybe a, a, a month to two month, you know, exposure with them. And if they like it, there's your job, you know what I mean? And and then ultimately yeah. you can offer your assistance and recruitment for, you know, for free in order to get your foot in the door, right? I mean, there's, there's so many ways you can go about these things. I got into my job uh, when I was an MA with the, the hybrid research uh, uh, clinic by offering, you know, to volunteer for the first week, while showcasing my resume, uh, they needed somebody. So they just said, no, we'll just go ahead and hire you based off of your experience at the time. But nonetheless, that's how I got an actual one-on-one sit down. And I got that sit down by speaking with, um, another provider or, or somebody within the ER where I was working at prior to that asking, say, Hey, you know, you contract out, do you know of any places that are actually looking for people or that need people, they haven't hired them yet, um, or that are low or whatever. And, You know, he provided me the name of this specific clinic that have high turnover, that they might need somebody. So just call them. Right. So the job opening wasn't even there. I just was asking people. uh, And that's how I kind of jumped into that position and ended up being research. Right. So, yeah, it's getting in, guys.
0: Mm -hmm. Look around. I don't know if you guys pay attention to the news. There's a labor shortage. There's obviously also a labor shortage in research. There's labor shortage everywhere. So Mm -hmm. you if you're trying to get in. Right. You got to do the things no one else wants to do who does have experience. I had someone comment on my YouTube video. Hey, I just got hired as a clinical trial administrator at a site. It's very boring. All I'm doing is emailing other providers uh, for potential (laughs) patients. I'm like, so what? What? You know how many people want to get in? Within six months, you could be a coordinator somewhere. And then six months after that, a CRA. That's not boring. So don't make it boring
2: yeah it's just don't, don't concentrate in the moment but in the in the end the end uh, up goal right that's right yeah. i, uh, really I know was it. another another and uh when i when we were talking another way that you can also um enter into they feel like in a clinic is like a lot of the clinics have to do a lot of uh office uh stuff. I mean, even if it's not specifically related, but if you're helping somehow, they are going to see that you are uh, willing to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, another another way is also if you speak an, a different language, let's say Spanish, or I don't know, maybe uh, Vietnamese or any other language, you can also offer to uh, to help the patients uh, with the communication. So, I mean, like like we were mentioning, Yep. If you don't find opportunities, create your own. There are so
0: many. Make your own way. Look, at Atusa says, I am a one medical graduate, international medical graduate. Um, Graduated soon. Clinical research, master's in clinical research in UCSD. But the research experience is what is asked for in all the offers. Guys, stop going to these master's program until you're already in research. It's not going to help you get in research. Look at Atusa right there. You don't need to listen to me. Listen to Tusa big vent She's telling you. Yeah. Master's degree is good when you're already in to go to the next level. CRC Academy is good. CRA Academy is good right now to go from zero to something. Kesha says, what's the name of your book and where can I purchase The Comprehensive Guide to Clinical Research Amazon? Thank you very much. The Kindle is only 3.99. $3, 15. not 399. Well, $3. Something well, that was what's,
3: I the, what's the wait
0: wait, what's the best value on the book? The audio book. Yeah. By far. It's like two yeah. books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like two books.
1: I mean, something I wanted to say on what you were just saying, Dan, as far as like the masters. So in situations or scenarios like that, um, what I state is that you know it's It's not the end all be all right. Um, I do think I know that for masters, at least for me, from my perspective, uh, one of the reasons why I didn't end up moving forward with the masters for clinical research. um, I obviously, you know, I'm considering the fact that I'm going into student loan for that. Right. Student debt. And well, most of us do. Right. Not everybody. Student debt for that. And then I'm coming out. I want I want a job experience. Um, they're going to want job experience. So what's going to happen is if you don't have job experience and you happen to get your foot in the door, a lot of the times is they're going to lowball you because, oh, well, you know, yes, you have all the skill set and the education, but, you know, there's no experience. So that kind of gives them the company leeway. So in cases like that, I do think very much so. And I know it's kind of hard to say because you've already just came out of all this education. But getting the academy, going into the academies is extremely useful because not only you're going to come out with the internship, the experience and the certification, but on top of that, you can also negotiate and say, I have all the foundation, the experience and the internship. But now on top of that, you're also getting somebody with the master's um, specialty experience, you know, wherever it is that you got your education in within that master's um, that, that point you can ask for a higher pay than at the starting value, right? Because technically you have two points to negotiate on. Um, and so, I think that that's super useful. You know, if this is a situation that you're coming up against, I really think that going through the academies would be extremely helpful. Um, I do know that the academies are very affordable compared to other academies that I've seen out there. And on top of that, they have the internship. It's virtual. You do it on your own time. Again, if I was in college and I would have known about these academies, I would have done it during college so that I am ready when I come out, right? I already have the opportunities when I come out. Um, that's why they have, for instance, when you're a master's or you're in a didactic period where you're in nursing or PI, uh, uh, sorry, provider, mid-level provider nursing, you go through a didactic year where you're getting technical one-on-one internship. You're in the job, right? But you're still in school. This is a, this is the, like an internship. So if you're in college and you're wanting to do research, don't wait till you're out, get in the academies, Take it, do it at your own pace. You're going to have all the time in the world. When you come out of college, you're going to need to start paying, have a job. It's going to be more difficult. Do it while you're in college. Come out, be ready, get a job. If you're in a master's, get it. It's just three more months of schooling. You do it at your own pace. Come out, get a job, and negotiate for higher pay. It's very simple. takes time, but everything that's worth having does not come easy, right? You have to go through some boundaries or barriers to, to get that, but I could not you know, stress that enough.
0: I love doing these live streams with you guys. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Chukwuma, can a foreign doctor not licensed in the U.S. shadow a PI? Yes, why not? Why not? Again, it's the PI can do whatever they want. So you go to the PI and say, hey, I can can shadow you. Here's what I can do as well to help you out. You can be a coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, thank you, Chris. What do you feel? Give Chukwuma some advice right now from yeah, Chris Soper. Many doctors from the love the mouth of Chris Sauber.
3: Many doctors love coordinators, uh, foreign MD coordinators. Um, I, I don't know how much I can say here, but there's reasoning behind. Say this, it all. Right? Say it all. Eh, I don't know if Fine. I want to. I, Chris, I we, don't, we don't. We don't hold back. Just, just trust. Just trust me. Uh, you, you will come in handy to many, many doctors in american research as a clinical research coordinator being a foreign doctor
2: and and also additionally if you when you if you have interest on in applying for a uh, uh, to accreditate your um, your um, um, i mean medical license, uh, license here yep uh, having research in your cv is really really handy yep I
1: agree
0: Okay, we have Marcel Ruiz MD, speaking of MD, cranberry juice in Dallas, huge hiring surge in research right now. Namdi said big fan, thank you very much. Naomi's telling Kisha where to buy the book. Thank you. Uh I approached a PI at a research hospital, told her that I could help with interpreting for her Spanish patients. Got my experience and got out in a few months and landed a paid job at a
2: CRM. Yeah. There you go,
0: <laughs> guys. It's,
2: it's also,
0: Oh, actually, knows him. Yeah,
1: he was yeah. one of my clients. I'm. He is super, super knowledgeable. Anybody that's looking for anybody, even though Marcel, I know you already have a job. If you guys are listening, hit him up. He's very knowledgeable.
0: Marcel yeah. got job, uh, he get I another mean, job. Mean it, Once uh, you're yeah. in, you're in. It's like a godfather. You can't get out. So how are they going to hit him
3: up? Wait, how are they going to hit him up? Right here, LinkedIn. Right here, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. You see this oh, okay. logo right here? Link. And if okay. you're
1: not on LinkedIn, just get on LinkedIn. You <laughs> go on
3: LinkedIn.com. <laughs> I haven't been on yeah. LinkedIn in five years. Here's
0: how you do it, Chris. <laughs> www. Okay. Oh,
3: it's .com.
0: <laughs> you look for Marcel Rees MD. You see his picture, so you know who Actually, it is.
2: M- M- Marcel is incredibly active in LinkedIn. Yes, always he appears on my feet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Marcel bought the book, too. Thank you very much. And yes, okay, so there you guys go. You don't need to hear from us. Sometimes you need to hear from other people. Maybe we should interview Marcel on Latinos and Clan. I research.
2: agree. Yes. Yeah. In English and in Spanish. Yes. Yes, Marcel, I'm going to send you a message.
0: <laughs> there, there he the- is, Monica. You go to www. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> In
2: fact, Chris is going to send you a message. <laughs> no, Chris,
3: give me an email. I'll send it. That's more what I was asking for.
2: Oh, my gosh. This is so much fun. Yes. Um, but I have to leave.
0: Yes. So, i think Thank it's a good time
2: very much.
0: to wrap it up <laughs> i have yeah. to do an irb application for my new site in between doing 30 other things so awesome yeah that's fun um so anything last words chris monica ashley stop
1: no. stop waiting just do it because most uh, success for individuals as well as owners with private owners people entrepreneurs I would say that the biggest thing that holds people back is fear, or um, what's the word? Um, fear or hesitation? What's the word? There's a word? Oh my gosh! Um, anyways, you. you Sheba. No, <laughs> Sheba. <laughs> <laughs> Procrastination. There you go. Procrastination. You go. Do not procrastinate. Just
2: do it.
0: All right, uh, Monica.
2: Ah, for me, is don't wait for an opportunity; to create your own yeah all
0: right and then everyone waiting for chris's last words <laughs> of wisdom
3: words of wisdom um
0: come on are we ending with this
3: my words of wisdom yeah you got to put yourself out there yeah, That's it's not just not, it's not just procrastinating you actually have to get involved and and try right we have students all the time who come to us hey i i haven't uh, had any success Okay, how many applications have you put in? How much networking have you done? I've um, put in two applications. Yeah, that's not that's not trying. That's not putting in any effort.
2: Yeah.
3: You have to put in yeah. the effort. Yeah. It takes I, more I, than yeah. you think. Oh, yeah. Shout Brent, out to Brent Ellis, YouTube you, member. Clint Essentials. Essentials <laughs> right here. Yeah. yeah.
0: Give a him him think
2: you have May take
1: Awesome.
0: All right, guys. That's it. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you everyone for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, follow everybody here. Ashley Monica. You can follow Chris too, but I don't know if like where he's going to be okay. Easy. Yeah, Just email me. Email Chris. Chris at the trialsguru.com. and uh, catch y'all later. Awesome. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.